Today's guest is Alex Minton. Alex Minton is a 2019 graduate from Loyola University with a passion for theater and Taco Bell. He's established his career in making brands matter. Alex Minton recently wrapped up his time as an Ogilvy Associate, a year-long advertising rotational program. He's remained at Ogilvy as an account executive. Alex brings a unique perspective on how to find success within this industry. Let's get started. Kick it, Mikey. Hi, everyone. It is me, Audrey Nesbaum, here with Alex Minton, Ogilvy Associate turned into account executive. I'm so excited to have Alex here today to discuss everything advertising, Ogilvy, Chicago. Alex, how are you doing? Hi, Audrey. I am doing well. Gosh, what what a list of um, topics we have to cover today. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to to chat with you, chat with about what's happening in the industry, what's happening in um, the world, right? Life, you name it. Like I'm, I'm so game to to get this going. Awesome, good. I'm, I'm really excited for this episode. Um, so just to start, if you could share maybe a quick bullet point summary about yourself for the listeners, where you went to school. Um, mm-hmm. well, I shared where you work, so I spoiled that one. <laughs> um, but I guess you know what you're doing. Just a quick summary before we dive in. Yeah, totally. So I was uh, I was born in Omaha, Nebraska, so Midwestern, grown and raised uh, because I went to school at Loyola University in Chicago. So stayed true to my my Midwestern roots, but wanted to get to a larger city. And now, as you said, I work at Ogilvy. Uh, I was in our associates program to start in my my first year, and then now I'm an account executive on the SC Johnson account that's specifically for the Glade business and in my free time you could find me well I guess when when the world was open you would find me at different improv shows um, live theater events and always grabbing a chicken quesadilla at Taco Bell it's not only my fave brand but also one of my my favorite guilty pleasures to to eat at for breakfast lunch or dinner (laughs) Amazing. I love it. At least, you know, you still have Taco Bell now. The, the theaters may be closed, but Taco Bell is open. True. T- true. Even though they have cut down their menu, which yeah. uh, I, you know, I hope my letters to corporate go through. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I, I do still have Taco Bell as a constant. Nice. Nice. I did write a letter to Noodles once because they took away one of my favorite pastas at the Bloomington location. Um, and they said they would oh. add it back, but they never did. But, you know, I was heard, so. you Exactly, exactly. You did your due diligence. Exactly. All right, so I'm so excited to talk about your break-in experience. So I would love to start talking about your college experience a little bit. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. why did you choose to go to Chicago? Interesting, yeah, interesting question. So I, I decided on Chicago because... I always wanted to go to school in a big city mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted to get into advertising since I was around middle school, high school. Uh, I grew up in like a fine arts background and always had done theater. And so there was a part of me that thought, oh, one day I'll be on Broadway. And then I, quick, I quickly realized that I can't carry a tune. <laughs> um, 
So I thought, okay, maybe, maybe let's pivot in a different direction. And uh, my mom is in marketing and I took a marketing class in high school mm-hmm. and I just got really interested in the storytelling aspect of it. And I think it fused my, my arts background with telling, with going on stage and being a character. Um, mm-hmm. But this time thinking about, okay, what, what character are we trying to reach in from a consumer standpoint what's the narrative that we want to tell and ultimately you know what kind of profits do we want to gain for um, us as a business or on behalf of our clients and so um, with all of that it kind of kind of piqued my interest as to stepping in into the advertising space and so I knew that there were a couple different places I could do that, right? I could do it in New York or I could do it um, in Chicago. And I was like, okay, New York is a little too big of a jungle for me right now. So mm-hmm. let's take the first step um, in, in the Windy City. And so I, uh, Loyola was actually the first school that I toured and it was the number one throughout all my college search. And so it was a pretty easy decision um, for me for me to move. And uh, I, I, I never look back as I, as I'm still a resident of the city. Um, however many, I think what, five, six, five, yeah. six years later, I can't, rem- I, can't I can't remember. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's really what motivated it is, you know, just jumping out of my comfort zone and trying new things. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love how, you know, we talk about a lot on this, um, podcast about experiences you have in college that, have had an effect on people's advertising careers. And I loved how that you mentioned theater. And you know, that's mm-hmm. obviously, you know, people normally mention ad club or mm-hmm. um, a hands-on consumer project. I would love how you, if you could talk about how some of your non-related advertising experiences have helped you within your career. Yeah, Audrey, you know, it, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because I was not like I was not your traditional advertising student. So I I I graduated with a degree in marketing, not in creative advertising. So completely different schools. Um, and a lot of folks who graduated from the business school went client side. And so there was a very few group of there was a, a small group of us who went into the uh, agency side. And in college, I spent a lot of time doing activities across a range of uh, interests. So I worked at our Department of Fine and Performing Arts in the box office, where that's where I really got to uh, see what it's like to, to work um, an arts event behind the scenes, and then also dealing with customers and ticket sales and um, concessions and just a, like a different experience than I had seen before. Um, and then, I also, one of my favorite jobs is I was a tour guide. Um, And what's interesting is that I attribute a lot of my tour guide experience and orientation leader experience to really breaking into the advertising industry because I was actually on a tour uh, sophomore year and I was talking to this group of students and um, their parents about all the different clubs and activities that we had and the difference between our Lakeshore campus and our downtown campus. Mm -hmm. And I talked about the partnerships that we had with different agencies. And one I mentioned was this uh, media agency called Starcom. And this lady came up to me afterwards and she said, Oh, like, um, are you, you know, are you, are you interested in, in working at, 
a media agency. And I said, oh, you know, I, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I've, I've, like, at the time I was like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll take it because it was uh -huh. something that, um, you know, it was, it was experience, right? And experience is, um, is very hard to come by. And it's something right. that you want to grasp onto. And um, she was like, okay, great. Well, you know, we actually, you know, I work, uh, I work at Starcom. I've been there for about 25 years and, um, you know, we don't take interns until that senior. So keep us in the back of your mind. And I was like, okay. Um, so file, filed her name away. Right. Um, and then I was on a tour a few weeks later and I was on a downtown campus talking um, more about a communication school. And this woman came up to me after and she was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I just have to say to you, like, what a fantastic tour, so informative. You know, I work for WGN and we're actually looking for um, PR interns. Is that something that you'd be interested in? And again, I thought, well, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know, you know, but, but sure, like, let me hear more about it. And after hearing more about it, we both determined that probably wasn't an area that I would have been um, super in, enthusiastic about, but she, uh, I, again, when I brought up my love for theater, she told me about um, this tiny this tiny agency in, that was in the Hancock Tower, and their biggest client was Broadway in Chicago. And she was like, I'd, I'd love to connect you with um, my friend over there. And so I went in for an interview and um, ended up getting the position. And that was actually my first um, internship was spring of my sophomore year at this PR agency where uh, my client was Broadway in Chicago. And it was a, such an interesting turn of events how, you know, all I was doing was talking to different families every single week about my Loyola experience and what I liked to do. And it, I, no way was I, was that, was I at a career fair or, you know, actively looking for opportunities, but um, they just naturally, it just naturally fell into my lap. Um, and then what's also funny about that, that first point of my story is that um, by my junior year, um, I reconnected with the woman who was at Starcom, and then my senior year, spring semester, she helped me um, get in with HR, and I went through the interview process and ended up interning there as well. So it really goes to show you how hey, I met this woman when I was a sophomore, and then come full circle, I remember getting coffee with her one of my first days, and we both were laughing about how her daughter had grown, and her daughter ended up not going to Loyola, which we laughed about, um, but she and I still stayed connected, and uh, you know, it was fun to then have the experience there and have um, someone who I could go to and, um, you know, bounce, bounce different experiences off of, but you never really know um, where these connections are going to lead. So, and again, that wasn't through a, um, an ad club or anything like that. It was just all organic, organic conversation. Um, and I, and I love that about, about my experience. Um, and uh, I'll close it out with one more um, one more activity that I absolutely loved when I was in school, and that was um, I was a, a retreat leader for um, our campus ministry had uh, a plot of land out in the suburbs, and we, we built our own retreat center. And so I led a couple freshman retreats, a sophomore retreat, uh, and it was, it was a fun way to like break away from the city and, you know, strap on your Timberlands and go, um, high ropes, climbing and, uh, you know, nature hikes and all those types of outdoor activities. And uh, that taught me a lot about like group facilitation and, uh, you know, how do you, how do you have deep conversations with people um, who you just meet and how do you open up uh, 
you know, your, um, the, the empathy channels in your, in your brain of, of when you're talking to different people about their different life experiences and their lived experiences and um, all sorts of topics. And then also like, how do you have um, fun icebreakers to pull out of the back of your pocket if, if you need to fill some time, um, which I think that in the workplace is something that I'm starting to, to rumble with is, is how do you have meaningful conversation with the people that you work with, knowing that a lot of what we do um, is understand and really analyze what is coming from the consumer, right? So really listening to what is what 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 do they need, um, what are they experiencing in in, in their day to day lives, and then how do we as advertisers um, meet them at the right place at the right time, but do so in, in an authentic way, and that requires having di um, difficult conversations with your peers around the creative that we put out in the world because we want to make sure that it is accurate and reflective of what's happening um, within that demand space. And so uh, I think all those experiences somehow woven to each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I find myself tapping into each of them uh, at random times throughout my work week. Yeah, so nope. It was a long-winded answer of saying, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that was great. I, I think sometimes people can get so caught up in, you know, I need to be only involved in ad club or only yeah. involved in any activity related to advertising. But, you know, as a tour guide, you learned great networking skills as a retreat. Yeah. I don't know your exact position, um, but working on retreats, you know, you were able to learn how to connect and have insights with people, which are mm -hmm. all really important um, skills to have within this industry. Um, so I was wondering if you could talk about your first um, internship a little bit in the entertainment industry and what it was like on working on a client that you are so passionate about the industry itself. Is that something you liked? Mm -hmm. Is that something you would want to do in your future? Yeah, so it was a blast. Like um, the work itself was, was, in my mind, it wasn't too difficult. It, you know, we were tasked with, you know, monitoring press reports and mm -hmm. pulling news clippings and uh, you know tracking coverage and you know we we had a we got to dabble in a little bit of like pitching like different blogs and whatnot. Um, but the fun part was when on opening night for all these productions, uh, we would get to go and you know hand out tickets to all the press who could come in and uh, and then we get to see the shows. So I loved it because it was like connecting. What I, what I would do in my free time anyway, right? Like I would spend money, my own money to go and see these right. performances, but um, I got to do it um, for free. So I thought it was, um, it was a really exciting opportunity and one that uh, I think was a, a good first step, but something that I, 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 I kept thinking about, you know, while I was working there was, this is, this is, an ex this is such an exciting passion point, but, you know, we were we, we were the local team who would activate off of the the, the national tours marketing mm -hmm. campaigns and i would always ask myself okay but why did we create that and like can do we have room to to push this a little further and so i started to find within you know what was within our our um, locus of control and what wasn't and so i knew mm -hmm. that okay i kind of want to go a little bigger than um than this activation and uh and yeah, and then I feel like, you know, if it's helpful, I can continue like kind of talking through the the experiences I had after that because I um I I sort of crafted my my internship 
experience in college around, um, I think I would say I was like, I was trying to, to dip my toes in every, every pond that you could think yeah. of, right? Because when you think of, oh, I want to go into advertising that's yeah. or marketing, that's right. so broad, like right? There's so, exactly, it's like, okay, yeah, you could say that if you want to go into advertising that you could, you could work at a lemonade stand down the street, right? Uh-huh. Because, um, because it's, it's, it's almost the same thing, um, just on a smaller scale. So I wanted to, I wanted to try out as much as I could. So I started out doing entertainment PR. And then after that, I did um, an internship at a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got to learn, okay, what is it like to be a, the only marketing person in the building and Mm -hmm. B um, not have, not have a budget. Right. So, so how do you, how do you, how do you reach your audience in an organic way? So I really dug into um, learning Facebook, Twitter, Instagram advertising, like I took all the courses, all those free courses that, that are offered by those tools, mm-hmm. um, all the free programs of Hootsuite, you name it. I mean, I was just trying to be scrappy and, right. uh, you know, just trying to, to move the needle a little bit. But then I realized through that experience, okay, I think I'd like to have some money to play with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I knew that. that maybe, maybe not exactly, um, maybe nonprofit um, wasn't the, the channel for me. And then, um, then I decided I wanted to try out agency side and I started out really small. So I worked at, uh, a, a small, um, digital marketing shop and mm-hmm. got my Google analytics, Google AdWords certification, which at the time so valuable. Um, and I, I, I often tell people that it's like, I was playing a computer game against Google, right. And those experiences, you know, I worked across a lot of university and e-commerce clients and would write metadata and blog copy. And it was fun to, to kind of tap into all, all aspects of, of the digital business, because when you're at a small shop, you really do touch everything, right? Like Mm -hmm. I, I I raised my hand and got to help recruit. I got to help, um, copyright. I got to help you know, do some data analytics. Like you really just kind of throw yourself yeah. into to all the all the parts of the machine, and it was fun. But again, I was like, okay, I want to I want to go a little bigger, right? Like, yeah. um, I want to see what it's like at one of the big holding um, holding companies. And so then I went abroad and kind of had a some reflection of, okay, is marketing and advertising the route I really want to go? Came back from that experience like fully energized, and this time. Um, I thought, okay, let's do something completely different. Just to, just to make sure that I do want to go into the advertising world, um, let's try brand side. So I went and I worked at um, Southwest Airlines and uh, I was on their communications measurement and analytics team, which if you were to tell me two years, like three years before that, like you were going to work in data analytics for a communications um, department, I would have been like, you're crazy. Like, I don't even, I don't even know what that means. Um, but it was so, it was such a fun experience to, to see how, uh, how client now what I know clients to be, how we came up with, um, different scenarios and how every, um, every piece of communication can be analyzed. Right. And it was fun is like the story that you could tell with that, with that data, um, and how, you'd look at year over year and quarter over quarter data and see, okay, how are we performing? What messages really resonate with consumers and how do, how does communications and marketing, like how do we play into each other, right? Marketing, you can tell the ROI uh, exists within bookings and revenue, but communications, like how do we prove our our worth to the business? And that's really within our, our, um, 
our uh, reputation. And so how, how do you quantify that? What score do you put against that? So it, it was fun to see um, and work on some of those challenges. But, but at the end of that experience too, I, again, I thought this was a wonderful time, but I want to work on, you know, something more fast paced. And I want to be able to, to switch, uh, to switch hats every now and then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I want to work on um, all different types of clients. And so again, it kind of pushed me towards this advertising agency route. Um, and then my last internship before I graduated was uh, at Starcom, the media agency. Mm-hmm. So there I worked on the Lowe's business on the programmatic side, which was a lot of fun um, because I got to see how fast paced programmatic advertising yeah. is and how you're tracking budgets. And, you know, programmatic advertising is done in like two milliseconds, right? I mean, it's like a snap of your fingers right. and it already determines there's so many different variables and levers that go behind the scenes. And it was so much to wrap my head around. And I still don't know what, what, <laughs> any, what the, the full breadth of it. Um, but it, it, now, like I, I left that experience thinking, okay, media may not be the right fit for me, but I have such a renowned appreciation for it. And so fast forward all those experiences into my time at Ogilvy. And what I, what I value most about my diverse um, internship experience is that I can speak a multitude of marketing languages, right? I might, I'm not fluent by any means. So I wouldn't consider myself to be, you know, the go-to programmatic expert, but I know a little bit about each area to be dangerous. And Mm -hmm. what, how that helps me is that in account management, we're constantly speaking to all different um, aspects of the business. So we're speaking to finance, we're speaking to PR, we're speaking to creative strategy, the client, right? Um, and so if I if I dabbled in each of those worlds, I have a better sense of A, the vocabulary that they're speaking, but B, what are they trying to, what's the problem they're trying to solve and how can our team help solve it with them? Uh, and how can we offer solutions that, that help make their their lives easier, right? And so um, I, I, I'm so grateful for all, for hopping around as, as much as I did in school. And um, I was so fortunate to work in a city where internship experience during the semester was um, right at your fingertips, right? And right. so uh, grateful for that and grateful to, to continue to learn today. Yeah, no, I think that's great. It's almost like you created your own rotational program for yourself through your internship experience, which is awesome. Um, And it's definitely Mm -hmm. an advantage to being in a city, which, you know, but now with virtual, even everyone working, Mm -hmm. sorry, going to school in small college towns, like these opportunities become at your fingertips as well. Um, So when it came to senior year of college, and, you know, it starts – the, the job is looming. Um, mm-hmm. Were you wanting to stay into Chicago again or were you open to other cities? You know, every, yeah. every city has their own different type of advertising reputation, um, if you mm-hmm. would talk about that a little. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny because I, I so similar, similar to how I, I did the, the, the pressure test as to do mm-hmm. I want to do client side or go agency side. When I, when I interned at Southwest, I actually moved to Dallas, Texas for the summer. Mm-hmm. And so it was hotter than hell, number uh-huh. one. Um, and I needed to have a car. And I thought, oh, uh, t- two things that I am not cut out for, A, intense heat and B, driving. So mm-hmm. um, I knew that 
a big city had to be at the top of my list. Yeah. And I had grown to love Chicago so much when I was in school. Obviously, like, you know, having such such formidable experiences there and start, sort of like putting a stake in the ground in my young adult life um, was was such a, um, a, a it was a it held, it was a force that tied me to the city and building so many great networks and mentors and friends. I wasn't ready to leave it. And so um, Chicago in the advertising world is known as like the CPG capital um, of the industry because of a lot of CPG clients, their headquarters are based um, around the Midwest area. So you have brands like Tyson, SC Johnson, um, Morton Salt, Sargento, right? And then, then you think about in Ohio, you have P&G. So a lot of, of CPG, Kellogg, Kraft, right? I mean, gosh, like Dyson, there's Dyson, like there's some McDonald's. I mean, there's, there's um, McDonald's quick service. But um, anyway, like you think it like there's such a hub for, for that kind of yeah. um, atmosphere. And then you look at what's happening in New York and that's a lot of B2B brands. Mm -hmm. And then you also look out at the West Coast and you see that's a lot of the, you know, your up and coming tech, yeah. um, your, your, your legacy tech companies, right? Facebook, Instagram, um, Apple. And then you have your up and coming uh, tech companies and startups. And so um, the culture is, is um, it, it's very different in in the the work style and the client relationships and um, the types of creative and, and the channels of creative that that come forward. Mm -hmm. But I knew that Chicago was um, was was a good first step. And then you know where where I go after, I feel like um, I don't have the answer to that question now. I I um, I've learned that within my within my first year um, at Ogilvy, I think one of the things that I the, one of the misconceptions I had is that everyone has their career figured out when, when you walk in the door. But what's really exciting is that I talk to people of all levels, you know, managing directors, um, our C-suite, account, fellow account executives, right? Um, fellow, you know, peers in strategy and production. And what's so fun is that across every single um, rank in the food chain, no one has their, um, their next three years figured out, right? Like we, we work in such a fast, paced industry that um, we're able to fix and flex around um, the, the next um, greatest thing. And if, if you're siloed in on, on, on one position or one path, you, you miss all the other aspects that are going around you. So I've learned to um, kind of let off the reins as to like this like perfect career track that I've had in my brain um, and just let 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 each week kind of guide where I go. Um, let each month kind of take me into into the next, and um, and start to think about and 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 keep a pulse of what's happening um, within each market, and and start to figure out. Okay, instead of thinking about what position do I want to go for next, I more so challenge myself to what. Um, industry do I want to learn next? What tool do I want to learn next? Am I, am I really, um, am I interested more in what's happening in the social space, which is one thing that I am really interested in. And um, excuse me, I think that there's, there's so much happening with, um, with social media production and social media creative and how you can churn it out so quickly. And I, I think that's such a, 
a fascinating area to explore um, and something that wasn't around, right, in, in the last decade or so. Um, so I've definitely um, kind of let, let, let go of some of my preconceived notions and just um, let, let the work take me. Yeah, no, I think that's great. That's something I've been honestly, personally really struggling with while recruiting for mm -hmm. jobs right now. I'm like, well, I have to decide right now, like, do I want to be an account executive for the rest of my life? Do I want to be a strategist yeah. for the rest of my life? But that's not how it works. And I think what you just mm -hmm. said was a really great reminder, honestly, to me personally as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you, you think about like, um, not to belabor the point, but I mean, there are, there are some people who there, you know, there's a producer who I'm working with right now and she started out in account and then she went and worked in creative resourcing. And then she, you know, five years later decided, you know what, like, I want to get into the production side of things. Um, and I thought, wow, like that's such a, such an interesting trajectory, right? All within the agency world. But then there's, there's someone else who I work with who she's a, she's a strategy director and she started out um, in consulting and, you know, worked her way through many different business challenges and then decided, okay, yes, I can, all, all, all the data is fun, but like, mm -hmm. what do we actually do with this? And so she took that experience, then came over to the agency side. So it's fun to see the past lives that people have lived um, and how each experience is so formidable. Like um, one more little anecdote for you before you get into your next question, but um, one of my all-time favorite jobs was that I used to sell glasses at Warby Parker. And it was something that I did in between um, my last internship and before I started at Ogilvy. And I needed something to honestly pay rent. And I thought, you know what? I, I've worn glasses my whole life. Um, I've always wanted to wear Warby Parkers. I know nothing about the brand other than that it's a, it's a hot, it was a hot D to C, and now it has some brick and mortar retail. And it was the best summer because I like I, I number one like their retail strategy is absolutely unparalleled. Like they truly create this like custom curated experience for each consumer. And I learned so much about the glasses industry and the parts that go into um, your lenses and how to take someone's um, pupillary distance um, for their prescriptions. And, uh, you know, I got to talk to so many people and help them purchase so many pairs of glasses for their wedding or, um, you know, maybe uh, it's they're entering a new chapter of their life and they need to wear progressives, right? All, all these milestones. Um, that, that, that I never would have been a part of. Um, and I found myself like becoming a, a mini encyclopedia for um, the eyewear industry. And I just, I thought it was such a fun time to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like, personally, I, you know, I, I walked out of there with like six pairs of new glasses. So I had like a different pair for almost, every, for almost every day of the week. Mm -hmm. um, and it really taught me the value of sales. And how in advertising, we are salespeople, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like we're selling product. And to be the, uh, the frontline um, person responsible for selling, you know, 10 pairs of glasses a day or whatnot, um, I really got to learn, okay, what is it like to become obsessed with, um, with this product? And I truly, I was obsessed with eyewear and I was obsessed with, you know, wanting to 
get that vocabulary down and um, understand what each consumer brought to the table and the problems they were trying to solve and how could, you know, how could I upsell them in a way that made sense in their life, right? Like if they were always looking at the computer, did they want to get um, blue light glasses? You know, anyway, I, I'm going deep into the details here, but it's I because- I Warby Parker. Yes, yes, like, and, um, and uh, Warby Parker was also just a part of, um, they, were they were just so culturally sensitive to what was happening. And they, they had a, a great pulse of, um, uh, they launched a pride collection while I was there. And it was so fun to connect that part of my identity to, to, my, to the workplace. And there was such an inclusive space as well. And um, I found that when I started then at Ogilvy, I had just come off of this high, right, of, um, of, of, of working so closely to the product and being so direct to it. And that's something that I try and, and that energy uh, I try and keep every day in, in my work and that you can get so bogged down with, with the details and the deliverables and the timelines, but you take a step back and you think, okay, what am I actually trying to sell here? What are we trying to put in the market? And how can I equip my team with the best information possible so that um, if we're doing a, a piece of creative around a Glade candle, you know, does it at the end of the day does it look like this creative is reflective of that these people are obsessed with glade candles right we're obsessed with the scent and the form and everything about it and so um that's something that i've definitely tried to embed in in each of my experiences yeah no that's awesome kind of what you were saying about being obsessed about glade as an account person do you feel mm -hmm. like you had to have that obsession come naturally or is it something, you know, can it be hard to be working on a client that you aren't naturally obsessed with, like when you're working on Broadway? Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's funny that you mentioned it because um, I remember when I got the, I got the email that I was going to be rotating onto this team. And uh, the first thing I did was I went to Amazon and I bought a, a, you know, a, a range of their products, right? Aerosol sprays, candles, the plugins. And it was something that I had you know, I, to be honest, I, I wouldn't have gone out and purchased it myself. Um, but I thought to myself, okay, if, if you're going to wake up every day and, and talk to the people who are responsible for, for bringing this brand into the marketplace, you better, you better be that person's best friend. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the, the way I, the way that I knew to do that was just to become obsessed with the products. And I, I do, I do find it funny. And a lot of my friends would say now that they'd roll their eyes every time I, um, I walk in a store and I, I, you know, we walk over in target and we walk over to the candle section. I have to point out, Oh, this is one of our new scents. Right. And they're like, mm -hmm. okay, like we get it. Um, or if I walk into one of my friend's bathrooms and I see a, a bottle of Febreze, I think to myself, what choice did you did you do to um, you know what made you what made you pick that bottle over Glade right um, but I, I do think that uh, it, it it helps a lot to be um, to be obsessed with with the product that you're representing and um, I think that you know while it may not be as as sexy as Broadway. Um, mm -hmm. A, when you take a step back and, and you talk to the people, especially the creatives who are um, outputting so much of where the brand is heading, like that is what gets you excited every day, right? Because you think about the potential of, of where the brand is going and, um, and, and, and different trends that are happening and, and, and you know, how, do we, how do we respond to it? And um, so, yeah, I think that keeping that energy alive will, um, 
will will only will only help you. Um, and it's like when you know I I used to work on um, I worked on Mondelez for a brief stint, um, and uh, you know very easy to love because who doesn't love Oreo cookies? Um, so it's just it, it's funny how. Um, and then at the start of my experience at Ogilvy, um, I worked very briefly on um, this insurance company, right? I knew nothing about insurance. But um, again, it's like you surround yourself with, with subject matter experts and, um, you know, you, 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 you learn what you have, you learn the, the quick and dirty as to what you need to be successful. Um, and it, it's, it's fun to then to be at a cocktail party and, and kind of throw out random facts that, that you, you never knew that you would know. Um, but because you've worked on, on these brands, um, you have the privilege to, to, to talk about. So yeah. um, it's so fun yeah. because you get to become a mini expert in so many industries within advertising. I'm I worked mm-hmm. on a pesticide service. And when I found out I was working on it, I was like, gross like weird but it ended up being one of my favorite Mm -hmm. projects of an internship um so just for listeners that don't know Ogilvy Associates program is a rotational program where the associates rotate to three different rotations um and that's what Alex was a part of and has now finished Mm -hmm. it up and is working on um in the count side so I was wondering through this experience if you could tell us one, a biggest mistake you made and how you came back from it. We'll, we'll start off with that. Ooh, I love, I love that. Um, because every, I mean, this quote is so cliche, but everybody makes mistakes truly. Um, and I, and I sure made quite a few. Um, I would say what, so one of the, one of the, one of the, the biggest mistakes that I made early on was that I was under the assumption that everything was hot and you know and and everything had to be done right away, right? Like you get an email, you respond to it. Um, your your manager asks you to do something, you deliver it within the next two hours. And I got into this this habit of constantly um, co- just constantly outputting different deliverables and not really sitting with it and thinking through it critically. And I remember in one of my first check-ins, my manager at the time was like, look, I love how fast you are. I love how you're always on. And, um, you know, you, you know, I know that, that if I come to you with something, you'll, you'll have a, you'll have a point of view very quickly. She's like, but one thing I want to work with you on is let's, let's, let's look at what comes your way and how can we identify what, needs to be mission critical and delivered by the end of the day, but also it's okay to sit with an email or a question um, for a day or two so you can really wrap your head around how do you, um, how do you come back with the, the, the most um, accurate and thoughtful approach to the problem. So um, it was a nice reminder that yes, you know, we work in an industry that everyone has says so fast paced, right? I've said it on this call, um, but that we do have, there are moments where we, we as uh, advertisers can take a step back and, excuse me, really wrap our heads uh, around um, the problem at hand. Yeah. Yeah. I think as entry level can be so ingrained in us that we just need to impress 
our our managers. Yes. And I think part of that we think is speed, you know, getting this back to you ASAP. So I love that you said that. Um, and then yeah, I'll- and- Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say to build on that point, like Audrey, it's funny that you say that because I remember when when you're an intern, like you crave responsibility, you crave tasks, right? So anytime someone would say, oh, would you, would you mind taking a stab at this? You're like, yes, of course. And I don't even know what it is, but I'll do it anyway. Um, what I've learned as an entry level um, individual is that there is always going to be work for you to do, right? Do not worry about about not having something to do because just when you think that you know your week has slowed down, boom, another brief comes in and you are you know you're off to the races. Um, so to that point, um, you know sometimes like begging for responsibility or begging for more um, uh, you know greater greater job responsibilities um, is sometimes it's a double-edged sword because you ask for it and they will deliver, but then it all comes at once. And then, you know, then you're having to meet with a lot of different um, contrasting deadlines, but yeah. Yeah. Find the, the balance of, of learning and, and working and giving yourself time to get done your commitments. Yes. Um, so I was wondering if quickly, if you could just say what your three rotations are and then why you ended up in account. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I started out on the new business team and then uh, loved the new business team so much. And there was so much activity happening at the agency that I actually ended up staying on the team for my second rotation. But then towards the end of my second rotation, I uh, dabbled in project management on Mondelez, so like I mentioned earlier. And then I really wanted to get some account experience. And so for my last rotation, I uh, was on the, the Glade team. And I, I, I definitely had this um, sort of this uh, dilemma of, you know, coming to the end of the program. And, you know, I thought for sure when I went into it and after my first month on new business, I was like, okay, new business is the place for me. I absolutely love uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a high, right. Of like, you know, you, you get an RF, you know, you set on, you send out an RFI and you know, your agency is selected to, to move forward with the pitch and you have such a short time and you're working, um, you know, around the clock with, with different people that, that you wouldn't normally work with on a problem that no one really has the answer to. And you're not, it's not like you're, you have client, um, you have client deadlines or client, um, perspectives in the back of your brain like it's truly the brainchild of the agency and I loved doing that for all different types of, um, of businesses you know big and small mm-hmm. but then when I started to work on account management what was so fun is like you finally connect a person to the end of the work right and that's that client relationship and I absolutely and one of the reasons why I decided to continue um, down the path of account management is because I want to um, to gain experience solving all different types of problems with clients because there's so many that come up um, and that that we have the capability to to help them with and there's so many different types of creative that you can do and um, you know big campaigns small campaigns and you know you, you get a chance to work with so many different people all servicing um, the, the, the same brand and really working towards the same mission at the end of the day. Now, does that mean that my days in new business are forever um, 
closed? No, like not at all. I feel like um, the more account experience I have would only make me a stronger new business um, professional you know, 10 years from now, because if you can solve a many different client solutions, that only helps you market your agency that much better, right? So um, in new business, your client is the agency. So you are constantly thinking about what, um, what types of industries do we want to go after? What does our talent internally, you know, what are our sweet spots and, you know, what can we develop and um, what are new problems and, and, and new areas that we can explore together? So I feel like they they both inter they both um, intersect with one another and um, at the end of the day it was it was a like I said it was a hard decision but um, so grateful to to now you know work um, with with a tight team of strategists creatives producers um, and and clients to really um, put out new work and it'll it'll be so exciting to see the stuff that we're working on right now like when it actually goes in market yeah. Um, yeah. it's always fun to to look I at something and be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to look at a Pinterest ad and be like, oh my gosh, like I helped um, kind of shepherd that along a little bit. So it's fun. Yeah, no, that is great. Um, so we're wrapping up on time here a little bit, but I just want to know, is there anything else that you want to share with everyone that you didn't feel like you got in? Ooh. Um. I think one like one thing that I would say, because the, the listeners here or the audience, right, um, they are primarily college students, right? Looking for that next opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Level so, in college students or like brand would, level. Brand, okay. So like, just, just like me, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I've, I've loved listening to this podcast and hearing um, people of, of all backgrounds coming in and sharing their experience. And I think something that, that I would bestow on the listeners is, um, that from what, from what I learned in my experience, you never know, um, when an opportunity is going to either, um, knock on your door or knock down your door, right? So you think about those moments where you're expecting, um, company, right? Just to come right, come right in. And, um, and I would say those are experiences like, college classes, when you have guest speakers come in, um, or uh, career fairs, or, you know, um, different like professional events that you have on campus. Those are all things that you're expecting, right? And so you put on, you know, you put on your nice business casual, you have your resume prepared, you, you've gone through and you've vetted your resume, you have cover letters written, right? Like you are ready to go. But then there are moments that knock down your door or where you're not prepared, right? you might be on a tour like I was and you'll have, you know, and you're suddenly put on the spot. And one thing that I would say to help folks with those knocked down moments um, is honestly take a class in improv. I think that's, that's a secret that I, that I did when I was in high school and something that I did in college. Um, and, and even when I graduated too, that, helps prepare, it helps prepare you for the unexpected. So it helps loosen you up a little bit. You know, you have some talking points in your head, um, but that way when, when, when you're toe to toe with, with someone, um, you know, looking to you for, oh, you know, tell me about your experience or um, what are you looking for in, in your first career? Or, oh, would you be interested in this type of opportunity? You don't freeze up in the moment because you, you're not expecting it, right? So, um, I would say 
uh, get out of your comfort zone, take some, um, you know, get ready to play some, some really quirky, fun games. Um, but I, I do think that the arts are such an, um, they have such a, a strong connection to the workplace because you think about the public speaking experience it gives you, you think about how playing different roles uh, helps you interact with all the different people that you would at, 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 an, at um, an agency or um, any type of first experience. Um, and lastly, the, the fluidity that it gives you, right? So for, I think one thing that, to put a pin in it, one thing that has really spoken to me in our conversation here is that just because you start out somewhere, right, in this knocks down door moment, right, knowing that advertising kind of came barreling at me, it's not like I've signed, sealed, and delivered the rest of my career to this um, to this industry. You know, it's it's about keeping an open mind as to what's around you. Um, and, and allowing yourself to um, be prepared with like those top three things that make you unique and make you different. Um, and how, how, are you, how are you gonna communicate that to, to someone who asks, whether you're expecting it or not? That is perfect. I think there's no better way to end it. I love the non-traditional advice on getting into mm -hmm. theater. I was in theater, so I second it. Yes, yay. Um, Yes. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Um, it was such an honor to have you on as one of our guests. Audrey, thank you so much. Uh, like, you know, I'm sure, uh, hopefully this like makes it in the intro, but um, getting to meet you and getting to continue to chat with you throughout um, both of our like professional experiences, I think is such a, such a gift. So it's been so fun to talk with you on air. I know that um, we've talked about this offline for a while and um, I just, I absolutely, I love this, this medium and this forum that you all have created for, um, for folks who, you know, we're all, we're all just trying to make it right. Mm -hmm. and, we're, and we're all trying to learn in different ways. And so um, what a fun experience to have all of us come together and excuse me and share out um, our best practices. So I love it. Great. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Breaking and Entering podcast with Alex Minton. Audrey, you did a great job. Um, I'm going to do the shout outs. Um, Gino, Buchin, Kyle, and Audrey, great job this week with everything that you have done. Um, stay tuned for next week while we have a really important guest.